Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello again, everybody. Welcome to the Rough Riders Radio podcast. Tonight's podcast will be our 334th. Tonight's title, State of Their Union, Donald Trump and Roger Stone, Behind Bars Together. Let's get it. They've known each other for 40 years, Stone and Trump, Trump and Stone, boys from the hood, just two wise guys from Brooklyn Heights, Queens. Stone was the stone-cold killer of political dirty tricks. In the 1972 GOP presidential campaign, $25 of cash straight into the Republican. This is the Republican Congressman Pete McCloskey's campaign headquarters in Manchester, New Hampshire, and stated that he was making said donation in the name of the Young Democratic Socialists of America. So Republican congressman running for president in 1972, Pete McCloskey, was running against the sitting president at that time, Richard Milhouse Nixon. The next day, Stone arranged for the paper of record in Manchester, Manchester Leader, to report that a Republican presidential candidate, Pete McCloskey, had accepted a cash donation from a socialist group. Bye-bye, McCloskey. His presidential campaign went right down the toilet. Stone went on in later years to torpedo Democratic Attorney General of New York, Elliot Spitzer's presidential ambitions. Roger Stone used inside sources inside the DA's office to somehow bypass the secrecy of an ongoing criminal investigation and unearthed the name of Elliot Spitzer as a suspected regular-paying client of a high-priced call girl, in which Spitzer was later implicated and thus ending his political ambitions for a presidential run. In addition, Stone was involved in the sudden downfall of Democratic U.S. Senator Al Franken, wherein, just mysteriously, a tape, a videotape of Franklin getting a bit frisky with a fellow female performer while both were on stage during a USO tour for U.S. troops abroad. Franklin was forced to resign shortly thereafter from the United States sentence, end of his career. Stone has been available for Trump over the decades for favors and political advice, and for a while Stone was a lobbyist. Trump's three casinos, all of them eventually went bankrupt in Atlantic City. Trump subsequently fired him, but Stone later on reconnected with Trump in the spring of 2015 to help on Trump's presidential campaign launch. Stone was always a promoter of Donald Trump as a presidential candidate going way back to the 1980s. But most importantly, it was Roger Stone who played an absolutely pivotal role in the WikiLeaks illegal dissemination of the DNC, the Democratic National Committee, and Hillary Clinton emails in the summer and fall of 2016. These two tranches or dumps of emails mortally wounded Clinton's presidential campaign, and the second tranche occurred within hours of the infamous Hollywood Access tape disclosure on October the 7th, 2016, where Trump was heard on tape to say in 2005 when he was recorded that because he was such a big star, he could even grab woman by the pussy 
and no one would even object. That kind of a disclosure would normally have destroyed anyone else's campaign and certainly Trump's campaign at this time and his chances of winning the White House. But Stone's intervention with Julian Assange of WikiLeaks on one end and Stone's direct connection with Paul Manafort and Steve Bannon on the other in the Trump campaign negated the negative publicity from this disclosure and salvaged Trump just enough to enable him to squeak by Hillary Clinton and to win the White House in November of 2016. Stone was the conduit, and Trump the more than willing and actively cooperating, cooperating recipient of these WikiLeak email leaks, leaks that were the transmittal of email hacks undertaken by Russian military intelligence or the GRU. Exposing highly, I mean, highly unflattering emails from the Democratic National Committee, John Podesta, Hillary's campaign manager, and Hillary Clinton's email herself. Roger Stone to Donald Trump. With 40 years of prior history, the synchronicity here is not hard to piece together or to understand. Trump knew exactly what it was that Stone was all about and involved in, and Stone knew for a fact that whatever dirt he was passing on was from WikiLeaks and Julian Assange was, in fact, making its way up the Trump presidential campaign food chain, all the way up to the dumpster himself via Paul Manafort at first, Trump's spring and summer campaign manager, and after he was fired, Steve Bannon, who succeeded Manafort as campaign manager of the Trump campaign, Manafort was fired by Trump. So the circle is complete. There's, this is nothing less than a full conspiracy with a foreign and hostile power, Russia, to work hand-in-hand hand with that power to sabotage a presidential campaign, Hillary Clinton's, as Russia was acknowledged by all 17 U.S. intelligence agencies as working to advance the interests of the Trump campaign and to thwart those of the Clinton campaign. So now that Robert Mueller has indicted and charged the boy wonder on seven counts last week, witness tampering, obstruction of justice, and lying to Congress, it won't be too hard for Robert Mueller to show that Roger Stone and Donald Trump were both knowingly and willingly involved in a grand conspiracy to defraud the American people and sabotage the 2016 presidential election to deny the true will of the American electorate in this presidential election and to advance the interests of its mortal enemy, Vladimir Putin's Russia. That concludes tonight's 334th podcast. This is the old rough writer himself rounding third and heading for home. And as always, Stay well, keep it lit, and remember, we ride, but we know you're not along just for the ride.